Welcome to the Intelligent Investing Podcast, where modern portfolio theory can suck it. A student of the school of Graham and Doddsville and a clergy member of the Church of Warren Buffett, here's your host, Eric Schlein. Hi, this is Eric Schlein. You're listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast. And today we have back on David Flood, who uh, is a private investor in the UK and runs the blog Elementary Value. David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on again, Eric. Of course. So today we're, we're going to talk about a company called uh, Iconics Corporation. Is that how you pronounce it? I guess that's how you pronounce it. I believe so, yeah. All right. So $7 million market cap business. And full disclosure, I don't own any stock. I, and you own stock, I assume? I do, yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you find this business and what's the background of this business? So I found this business when I was looking through this, all the, the smallest listed companies that I could find in the U.S. So I'll normally I'll just pull up a screener uh, like Finviz or TradingView or anything really. And I don't bother screening on any kind of value metrics. I just basically will screen the lowest market cap companies that I can find. And then I'll just start going through from the smallest upwards, um, looking at each company. I won't bother paying much attention to mining companies or uh, crypto companies or companies that are involved in like cannabis, stuff like that. that I know what is kind what of about like, finan- like financial companies, like a bank or something? Do you look at I don't or? personally bother with financials. It's okay. just not something that I'm, I'm interested in. Um, I think you can, you know, you can make good money investing in financial companies, but it's, it's not really something that I uh, take much interest in. I've never really kind of uh, studied it too much. So I just kind of avoid financial companies. Got it. Yeah, it makes, it makes sense. You really have to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you can, yeah. get, you can get fucked. Yeah. So I tend to just focus on, I don't know, like, you know, like technology companies, medical device companies, chemical companies, any uh, companies that just kind of... Uh, Something a little bit more straightforward. Yeah. I get, I get, I get. It's fairly easy to understand. I don't like it to be too complicated, so... Yeah. Have you ever looked at... um? <sighs> Excuse me. Um, have you ever looked at... And I say, you, you know, you don't really do... Um, like the mining commodity stuff. Do you ever say look at a company where they have a royalty stream, say like an oil company, but maybe they're not doing any of their own drilling. They have a ton of cash and it's trading below net cash. Or are you do do you avoid that as well? Uh, yeah, I've, I've looked at a lot of stuff like that. That's on the over the counter markets. Um, I don't really tend to look at any of the list stocks that do that kind of stuff. Did you? Um, so the, the reason I ask is. This goes back to an early investment memory for me when I was a freshman in college at Babson College in 2006. Mm-hmm. And there was a company I found, it still exists, it's actually at a lower price now than 2006, um, called Altex Industries, A-L-T-X. Did you ever hear about this one? The name rings a bell, but I don't think I know much about it's, it. It's like a one million-ish market cap company i don't really care to talk about it on the show but if you know Mm -hmm. for your own for your own fun you can you can look at it i'll look that one up i always like looking at small i remember i tried calling the ceo and there was no it didn't ring it would just go to a voicemail (laughs) and the guy (laughs) was never calling back that sounds like my kind of company exactly okay (laughs) anyway so i i knx uh what does this company do uh what's the valuation like and you know what what's the story behind this so they were founded Back in 1952, the headquarters are in Duluth, Minnesota, and they basically they make emulsions. They make um, these kind of films that are used in printing. They make different types of glass uh, and etching equipment, um, 
they make sound deadening equipment they make all these kind of very like just random stranger stuff that they do uh, it's a very weird company i mean i think they originally they were called um the chromaline corporation because they made this this chemical or i guess i assume that's the, the uh, brand name of it chromaline but it was used for basically uh, screen printing and stuff like that um so it's kind of chemicals and stuff like that and, and other kind of materials that they produce um and again, I was attracted to them because they've got a market cap of $7 million. Uh, there's only a million shares floated. Management owns about 30% of the, the common book values at $12.2 million. They've got $3.1 million in cash. Um, revenue for the last year was $17 million, and they made a loss of, I think, about $800,000. Um, a lot of these small companies, that's that's kind of what happens. They just swing from profit to loss. They, they just kind of oscillate between making money and losing money. Yeah, you can see if you look at the long-range price charts, they'll just kind of struggle along for a few years, and then something good will happen, and the share price runs up, and then it drops back down. They have another few bad years, and they all kind of they might try one thing, they might sell off some old legacy business, and then start a new business that takes off, and they they just it kind of ebbs and flows over time. Um, what, what happened in 2014 that this thing got up to about $25 or $28 a share? I'm not even sure. I haven't even looked at what the, what the reason was that's caused that huge spike. I'm assuming it was that they they must have had a really good year. Okay. Either that or, you know, it can be a number of things. When you get these massive stock spikes, sometimes it's because they've won like a big legal battle and got a big payout. Um, but I'm not actually sure what caused that huge run-up. I need to actually look into that. Interesting. But again, with, with this one, it was if you look, you can see smaller stock spikes on the price chart as well, where the, the stock will just kind of jump up and then drop back down fairly, fairly quickly. Right. So um, now if, I, if I look at a five-year chart with my very, very novice charting skills, mm-hmm. um, this thing goes down from about $15 a share, and it pretty much is a straight drop down to where we are today. So what what shows you there's any support and it's just not going to keep going down even more? Well, you can see it's just kind of bottomed out where it is here. It, it, it's it's sort of bottomed out in early March and then it's kind of started bouncing along and risen up a little bit more. Volume's pretty low. So that tells me you can see that as it's descending, the volume's a lot higher and then the volume drops off. And then if I pull up the longer range price chart, I can see, well, it's not been this low for a long, long time maybe kind of 2009 2005 it hits these very low points but it doesn't stay there for very long right okay interesting but like 2001 if you go back there then it's like two bucks mm-hmm. yeah so it, it you've got to go quite far back to see the stock when it's going to be kind of sat down in such a low range so I, my approach with these is if i buy this company and it, it manages to survive for the next five five years I think in five years' time, it's going to be a lot higher than where it is now. Or you have a decent chance that during those five years, it'll be higher. Yeah, or at some point in those five years, it will run up. I don't think it's going bankrupt anytime soon. It's managed to struggle along for all these decades. Um, now, let and me then ask the other you, thing in, is, in January, there was, uh, I'm, look, I'm just looking at their, their press releases. They announced the CEO transition. Do you think that's a big deal right there? Um. It can be sometimes, sometimes it can't be. The thing that I found that was quite interesting was with a lot of these companies, I'll just look up and see what's happening with the insiders, whether they're buying. And um, in March, the CEO, the COO and directors have all been buying around the the 
current price, basically around the $350 mark, which kind of suggests, well, they think it's undervalued. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and this thing trades like half a book value. Is that the deal? So the minute, yeah, it's, uh, it's got a market cap of 7 million and book values at like 12.2 million. It's got 3.1 million in cash. Um, so I kind of think, well, the company's probably going to be strong enough to, to survive for a few years. It's not going bankrupt anytime soon. It's been going along all these years. And I think it's got a good chance of being a lot higher than it is now in the next couple of years. So it's basically, you just kind of buy the stock and leave it sat in the portfolio and just watch it. And this is all um, part of what, your basket, right? Like you're not saying, well, I'm going to make this more, a higher percentage of the basket. It's all kind of equally weighted. Yes. Unless it's a really high conviction kind of um, thing where it's sort of like a no brainer investment or maybe like a, you know, a special situation where it's a good payout and you know the deal's going to go through. Most of the stocks will just, yeah, it's kind of an equal weighting in the portfolio. Right. That makes sense. All right. Interesting. All right, David. Well, I you know, appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having me on, Eric. You got it. Take care. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Intelligent Investing Podcast with Eric Schlein. If you'd like to connect with Eric for questions, comments, feedback, ideas, or to inquire about being on the show, please contact Eric at intelligentinvesting at gmail.com. So in the words of Charlie Munger, I have nothing to add.